Hello everyone, I am Shannon Steves and I'm a confidence coach and I own Sweet and Sassy Boutique and Decor and today we have Logan Gerard. I'm very proud of myself that I said that right, here with us today. I started doing podcasts earlier this year and the point of the podcasts are to share people's stories and their journeys and how hearing someone else's story can help you if you're struggling with the same circumstances. So yeah, today we have Logan here. Hey everyone, uh, Shannon, thank you for having me on. This is a, a great opportunity, I feel like, um, to share my story. Um, as you know, as people may be aware, this this one is about anxiety and my anxiety growing up as a child, um, and how kind of my faith over the years um, helped me help overcome it. So I'll I'll kind of give the following like story from when I was a about five years old um, moving forward into you know, my 30s um, so back when I was five uh, growing up um, had a very good childhood I you know my parents were uh, together they you know they provided me the love and support that I needed uh, as a child I think uh, but as I as I was growing up and getting into this system, I started to feel, you know, uh, very awkward in those situations. I I went to school and could never really create any relationships with my peers. I had a, I had trouble connecting with people. Uh, very shy, very sensitive uh, surroundings and. It, that was kind of the starting point of my anxiety. It, it started very small, very, um, you know, minuscule in a way. But as I as I grew grew up and went to the, through the school system, uh, it got worse and worse. So that's kind of what I'll be talking about and how that manifested into my adult adult life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, going back to elementary school. Um, I was, I was very, as I said, like very shy. Um, yeah. And, and it kind of led me down a path where, um, I started to make relationships that weren't the, the best for my life. And I would, I would, I wouldn't say like very, it was on a dark path, uh, into my, into my high school years. I, um, was starting to get into um, dr- uh, drugs, alcohol, and not necessarily doing drugs or anything like that, but I was very connected with people who trafficked narcotics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my introduction into the high school world. Um, I kind of felt as though I connected with those people on a, on a level of, you know, on a significance level um, because... I was afraid to create other good relationships. I, I wanted to feel significance in a way, and that was just an easy crowd to get into. Um, Can I ask a question so right that, here? Just going yeah, back for to sure. your school days. You're just a little bit yeah. younger than me. But is, yeah. um, was it talked about, was anxiety brought up like in classes or like resources? Were you Did you feel supported through teachers or was there any kind of support that way or was it still not really talked about? Well, at that time... It was like you know early 2000s, so there was programs at school that 
cater towards, you know, kids that were different, didn't excel in their grades and stuff like that. So they, they noticed that I was a little bit different, a little shy, a little, you know, tough to, to create these other relationships with my peers. So what, what had happened was they put me in a tutorial class, which the focus there was to, um, cater to that student and help them overcome some of the challenges that they had in school. Um, and, and stuff like that. So that that was kind of the problem at the time. Uh, I know it's definitely gotten a lot better, uh, you know, just thinking of my niece and she's in school now, like elementary school and uh, programs have just excelled, I believe, um, mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, struggles, mental health, anxiety, depression, stuff like that. So I would say that I kind of was in the middle of the, the peg there mm-hmm. and, um, I got. I got to be part of a little bit of the of the um, system, as per se, as um, how to you know just cater to that child's anxiety and just mm-hmm. help them get through school. So mm-hmm. I felt like you know that was a great, great tool, but I think um, in the long run it didn't really do much for me. Uh, I, I still really dreaded going to school. I still. Um, it, it was just kind of a thing to help me get my grades up and make connections. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but that being said, um, getting into my high school years, like going down that dark path, I really felt the the turmoil with myself, and uh, it was getting worse and worse um, as time went on. And about when I was about 17 or 18 years old, I started experiencing uh, panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what to think at first, what exactly was going on. I actually thought I was dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, it manifested into a few uh, hospital visits that, you know, confirmed with me and my parents uh, that I did suffer from a, a form of anxiety. Um, so at the time, I, after this out, uh, the doctors had prescribed with a medication called Ativan, mm-hmm. and with that with that medication, it just uh, it puts you in a state where you're a little more calm. And I'm not sure exactly how it works, but uh, I was on for for a couple of years, uh, moving forward into my twenties, and it it was great at the time. I felt, but it just it was almost like putting a bandaid on the situation because I continued to suffer from the anxiety. And it, uh, it eventually manifested to focus of health anxiety and hypochondria. Mm-hmm. But what that is, is where you're very, um, you're very aware of your health and things that are going on in your, in your body. And you almost uh, convince your body that um, diseases, you know, that there's a disease in your body and then you're kind of manifest into your physical life uh so like for example i would get a headache or something like that and i'd be absolutely convinced that i had a brain tumor mm-hmm. um i would have a stomach ache absolutely convinced i had colon cancer mm-hmm. and obviously 99 percent of the time i would go there then they'd be like you're fine um this is just it's kind of all in your head sort of thing mm-hmm. uh so that, that was a struggle for many years from, I would say, like 
my ninth birthday until my 29th birthday. So for 10 years of my life, I suffered with this um, hypochondria or health anxiety, if you will, that, um, and it was a, it was a huge, it was a huge impact on everything around me, like my relationships, um, my job, um, you know, just my friend group and, and that kind of stuff. So um, I, I really, my personality is a very research-based personality. Of course, being a hypochondriac back then, um, I would look into things. So, of course, I would look into a cure for for what I was going through. And honestly, uh, the Google searches really just brought me back every time to, you know, you have severe health, health issues uh, or, you know, it's just something that is going to have to stick with you and you just have to deal with it and, mm-hmm. and, and go, you know, through the hoops as you live your life. Um, so I kind of accepted that. And uh, until about, yeah, 29 years old, so for 10 years, once I hit rock bottom, I can call it, uh, I, I broke down, you know, in, in my everyday life, things that I did, I kind of stayed home. Um, I, I didn't really want to connect with my peer, my friend, or it was my, my relationship with my now wife. Um, so that being said, like they, you know, everyone looked at me like, you know, what's, what's wrong with this guy? Why can't he just be okay? Why can't he just when we want him to and, uh, stuff like that. So, the breaking point uh, at age, you, know, you you kind of you have life until you're thirty, and you, you learn new things, and um, you know each chapter of your life changes over the. See it as every ten years that you, you're going into a new chapter, so I felt like I was supposed to go into a new chapter at the age of thirty, and um, this is where this is where faith, um, you know, being being broken down like that. Uh, really they left me in a state of just i don't know what i don't know what yeah um so do you want me to continue shannon well right now we'll talk about our sponsor and then when we get back we'll hear from the rest of logan's story so today our sponsor is kodiak property management since its inception in 2016, Kodiak Property Management has forged an identity as a trusted and valued community partner. Using innovative strategies, can't say that word, hard work and dedication, Kodiak has followed its core values to establish a dependable property management company in Regina, Moose Jaw, and Southern Saskatchewan. By using forward thinking and a willingness to think outside the box, Kodiak has generated a flexibility that allows it to provide a wide array of services to their customers. So now we'll finish with Logan's story of how he came, overcame anxiety. Yeah, so uh, just where I left off with uh, my faith, um, I found a, a faith in God. I really, really growing up, I would put my so-called faith into other things, such as my own self, my own ability to cure myself. And and that obviously didn't work out with my whole research mindset. Um, I I found a place to put it because my faith, because I had nowhere else to turn. And I kind of grew up in a 
somewhat Christian household, but it was never um, uh, fo- like God focused. Uh, so I really never, you know, God never really entered my mind until I had I had hit rock bottom with my anxiety. And with that being said, um, it, it was a beginning to a new journey because I completely surrendered my life to God. Um, it, you know, it happened in my house, like I was by myself, and I I just cried out, mm-hmm. and I and I, so cool. yeah, I totally. I, I immediately felt a change in my in my heart and in my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's kind of odd to say because at the time it was odd to me uh, because God was never really someone who I went to. Mm-hmm. But I think but, as, a, as a Christian, I think when you have yeah. that experience, a ton of people can probably understand just like you just feel like new. You feel like a new yeah. person and just when you have yeah. that tra- transformation, right? It's a really cool experience. Absolutely. And, and you know what, like, I always knew there was something out there. Um, again, going back to the faith I, and where I would put it, um, a lot of it was in the, um, the universe type mindset, uh, you know, attraction, the law of attraction, stuff like that. And I did feel somewhat of a sense of peace with that, knowing that there was something out there, but it never, it never filled my heart to a a full standard. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always still questions of, of why these things happen and, and stuff like that. So um, once I found once I found God, it was really, really refreshing. Um, you know, he started, he works in our lives and in our hearts uh, all the time. And sometimes suffering that we go through are his way of, of bringing us to him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 30 years, but, uh, I feel like I'm in, I'm going down the right direction now. And, and, you know, that being said, with all this, uh, COVID-19 going on and pandemic, there's a lot of, uh, uncertainty mm-hmm. in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know what, the way I see it is that this uncertainty produces faith because we don't know what's coming. And that is exactly what anxiety is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's being uncertain of the future. Um, and what would happen? What if, what if is, mm-hmm. so, you know, I would recommend like just trying to have a conversation you know, through prayer or whatever, uh, talk about it. You know, you don't even have to use words, just kind of think it and put it out there. Um, because he really, he's really listening, waiting for people to, to turn to him and, uh, ask for help because we can't do it ourselves, you know, like as much as people want to be able to do things themselves and um, really live their lives and, and manifest things themselves, it's just in my experience, not really possible. Um, that's very blunt to say, but um, I, I feel I feel truly loved because I've been through it all. Um, that that there's really one option, and, and you'll eventually find it. Like. You know, you go through these sufferings to, to eventually find the correct answer. Um, so whatever journey that is for you, I wish you the best. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how um, my life has turned out. And now I can honestly say 99% of my anxiety has withered away. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we all have anxiety here and there. But the the monster that I had created um, is, is silent. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I can really say that's helped me in my life to 
to see things differently. Um, I, I feel like the, the curtains have been removed, you know, blindfolds have been removed from my eyes. Uh, my heart's been, my heart's been changed. Um, I feel full as an individual. I, you know, wife and I just welcomed our first daughter to the world mm-hmm. four months ago. And uh, I feel like that's just a, a huge blessing for us. Um, and, and I do see it as, you know, I'm totally grateful for, uh, for that. And I feel like you know, I was prepared to, I was prepared in a way that this would be feeling of, of gratefulness um, mm-hmm. instead of just having a child before and read about about everything and mm-hmm. how she uh, succeed mm-hmm. and grow up in, the, in today's world. So mm-hmm. I really feel uh, a sense of relief. Um, I can happily say that I'm not on any medications right now, uh, and that's just my own experience. Um, this, you know, I've been so involved in. Uh, my Christianity that it's kind of taken the focus off of other things mm-hmm. that I used to depend on. Um, not to say that would be, you know, someone's, you know, someone's vacation, then that's what you need. That's exactly what you need. Right? Mm-hmm. But just in my experience, uh, I'm glad to say that I'm not on any. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, kind of story, uh, anxiety actually, writing a book, Shannon, I share a little bit of yeah, that. Definitely. Um, so I'm writing a book that's, uh, I can't really, sorry, I can't get into details about it, but it's just based on what, you know, more detail of what I had discussed today podcast. I'm hoping to have it done for January of 2021 and hopefully get it published right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a journey to write a book about your life at a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like we all have a story to tell mm-hmm. and whatever ways people want to share their story should be shared because uh, there's so many people in the world that are suffering right now. And maybe they just need to hear someone else's story so mm-hmm. that they can, they can have the courage to step up and tell theirs. Right. So, yeah. And I see it, that in a difference in our um, generation, like, yeah. I think we're four or five years apart but I see the change in how we are compared to our parents like they were very quiet and hush hush they just got their stuff done if you said something was bothering you like my mom raised five of us kids because my dad passed away at a young age um but she, um she rarely spoke of what she was struggling with even though people could see it right and support and like I said before when I was struggling with depression I went to a mentor or an an older person in my family and told her and her reaction was I wasn't Christian enough and right away I wasn't upset because I'm just like I separated it and because of all the um, self like work on myself that I've been doing I realized okay that's her opinion that's what she believed that's what she grew up with and I know it's not because I'm not a Christian enough um, that I'm suffering through depression it's it's a journey and it definitely led me closer to God myself too. And I was like you, I leaned into God. I went to counseling. I got a medication. I was very open with my struggles. Um, and that's what I was going to ask you. Did you end up going to counseling? Uh, so I was put into the counseling system at a young age. Um, okay. It, yeah. It all chalked up to be like, kind of doing tests and seeing where I'm at mentally and stuff like that and everything everything was cleared so I never really pursued that into my my life Mm -hmm. 
maybe that would have been a good option, but I feel like maybe if I did, things would be, would be different now. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't disagree with counseling. Counseling is, is huge for people, a huge resource for people to reach out to if they're struggling. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of, a lot of counseling is just talking about your, your struggles. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is what people struggle with. Like you said, you're, you know, our, our other generation, they're just more quiet mm-hmm. and it, they never got it off their chest. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in today's age, um, there's many opportunities to share. People are definitely more open to hearing your story um, because of all the suffering out there. So, Yeah, and I appreciate how open you were with your story. And we, uh, we have never met. Luckily, we met through um, through your wife. Um, yeah. but we haven't physically met, so it was cool. Just how I feel like God uses that too, because actually Shauna from the church introduced me to your wife or just threw her name out there when I was trying to get like women entrepreneurs together and I um, saw her at Walmart because I saw a picture of her and then she was getting her pictures done so I think your daughter was only two weeks old or something I'm like hey are you Skylar (laughs) so it's just cool how I think I'm always like that's totally God working and just I'm I'm very extroverted and just put myself out there but I appreciate you putting yourself out there because I know it's so valuable for men to share their stories too. I was just going to intend this just for mainly women, but I've had so much feedback saying how important it is for like dads and fathers and men to share their struggles too and to have a platform for that. So I appreciate you yeah. having that openness for that. Absolutely. I would just uh, like to add any anybody that's listening, man or woman, um, if you want to reach out to me uh Shannon, can i can i give you my information and if someone has a yeah inquiry they can send you know email me facebook me whatever yeah. um and i'm glad to kind of discuss some some things uh you know if, if that would help you or anybody in, in general um get through some of their their struggles with anxiety or depression or whatever they feel mm-hmm. so yeah, and I think that's part of the reason, too, we go through different struggles, right? And then we're more open and empathetic to help others, yeah. right? And having a, a heart like Jesus and just being yeah. helpful and being, yeah, one of his disciples and just being kind in this really broken world. So I appreciate, appreciate your sharing today. So do you want to add anything else, Logan? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I would, um, you know, if, if you guys have Google, you can Google. I just kind of want to uh, throw out a piece of scripture that uh, really helped me through my time. And if you want to check it out, it's uh, it's either Matthew 8, chapter 8, or 23 and 27. Check that out on your own. I won't read it to you. Um, you know, if you have, it kind of puts anxiety into a, into a nut. Uh, mm-hmm. You can kind of see the, the connection. So That's a good have a verse. Look. Yes. Yeah. encourage people to look at that yeah, yeah so i will have logan's info if anyone wants to contact him and just um meet for coffee things are opening up so you could meet for coffee yeah. now or just do a zoom so i appreciate having you on and taking this time away from your little family and your job and yeah i'm excited to share this well thank you shannon i really appreciate everything yeah thank you